Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. Griff Carger said you were coming there. We have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. Uh, well, hello. Welcome back to Forest Moon Radio. I'm Ewok Squadron member Dave, and I'm here with a couple of other guys tonight. Justice, Atreides from New Orleans, Louisiana, Crescent City Corsair Squadron. And this is Luke, uh, Lou the Lunatic from Ewok Squadron in London, Ontario. And this is Forest Moon Radio Episode 4. Yeah, sorry, that was a terrible handoff to you guys there. I'll, I'll get better. Oh, it's okay. Today is kind of um, more relaxed. We don't have a specific host today. We're kind of just going over the latest news, seeing if anybody has any questions, maybe talk about how people are feeling in the community, and kind of go from there. So I guess the two latest news is the two articles that dropped, the V-Wing and the Tri-Fighter. What ships are you guys looking forward to most? Honestly, as a CIS player, I should say the Tri-Fighter, but the V-Wing just looks so awesome. So, isn't it? That's the one I, I was going to say that too. Like, I really wanted to like the Tri Fighter, but the V Wing makes me want to fly Republic. I don't know. Do- I think the um, the new announcement for the Ada Two makes me want to fly Republic more than any other ship. Ada Two, really? It doesn't impress me as much as I thought it would. Doesn't take much to impress me. Fair. <laughs> Trades, do you fly Republic at all right now? I've flown it a little on TTS, but in real life, the only Republic ship I have is my uh, World's Plo Koon that's sitting on my desk. Oh, nice. All right, I'll, uh, I'll read the little blurb from the beginning of the V-Wing article. The Galactic Republic deploys a dizzling, dizzying array of starfighters to protect itself from the Separatist threat. That's me. Uh <laughs> From heavy ARC 170s and BTLB Y Wings to light and nimble Delta 7 Aether Sprites and Nabu Royal N1 Starfighters. In the waning days of the Clone Wars, aspects of many of these designs were uh, synthesized into a single Starfighter, the Nimbus class V Wing. Now, the only thing I know this ship from is playing Battlefront 2. Where did, is, did you guys get introduced to it somewhere else? I think it's in a couple of episodes of Clone Wars it, animated series. Yep. Vilhuf Tarkin flew one alongside Anakin. Okay. Oh, that's the episode where they were uh, escorting Tarkin. Okay. I just don't remember that much. Yeah, I don't know that they were, you know, they. it's not like they were in it as little as the B-Wing was in Jedi, but we're there. Not very often. 
And that, you know, they're right. It probably is towards the very end of the the war. That article. I mean, I know the Naboo Starfighter part of the uh, part of this faction, but they didn't actually use it in the Republic, did they? As far as I know, I only remember it from Episode One. I can't think of any other time besides Episode One. And that's when, like, droids and stuff were all controlled by the capital ships. And then they changed everything that so that they all had their individual programming during the Clone Wars. So they, I don't think they were used during the Clone Wars. Yeah, not that I remember. But they're in the in the faction, so that's cool. I wish they were a little stronger. We're going down the page here. It kind of introduces our generic pilots. Oh, before we get that far, yep. uh, why don't you? The first picture has the dial on it. Pretty decent dial, really. Yeah, for the Reds, just the one banks and the talent, uh, not the um, K-turns. Yeah, which a, a two and a four, that's nice. Five straight white, four straight white, all the twos are blue. Yeah, this is oh, going to yeah, be fun. Because the TIE Fighter doesn't have a one bank, so this is kind of interesting. Yeah, I guess I can see how the becomes the TIE, evolves into the TIE Fighter, they say, eh? Yep. I don't really see how. I, I would have thought really... the Eta 2 was what became the TIE Fighter, but... Yeah, because this okay. thing, it, it has the whole pointy nose, and then it becomes so, a, a ball. Like... One of the main <laughs> things with this is that um, there was no hyperdrive in it. Right. So they were cheaper to produce. You could mass produce them. So that leads them to even more TIE production faster it was just the pod sitting on ion engines, really. Right. It's more of the theory of it. Yeah. Quick, cheap, fast to produce. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I don't I don't know that those are solar solar panels on the side either, but it does give it that kind of look, right? The pilots in the middle of the panels. It's neat. I, I it's an awesome looking model. I especially love how I mean, obviously it's an army. They're sticking to the kind of off white, red and gray paint scheme for all the models. Beautiful. Yeah, it's the same thing with the TIE Fighter. No hyperspace drive. And no life it has the twin ion really engine. in it, either. It was pretty much the V-Wing was made to go out, shoot things, and come back. Look sexy doing it. All so right. you could think, if you look at its stats, and I know we're jumping, it's more like the TIE prototype, the Inquisitor TIE. Yeah, because it has... Uh, let me click on one. It's got shields, right? shields and I, and I see that we're getting some viewers on twitch here if you guys have any questions or you want to mention something uh, a discussion point just feel free to drop it in the chat this is kind of experimental we haven't this is our first time going live with it we usually just record everything and then just post it later but we thought this might be a fun thing to try where do you see uh viewers uh if i go to my it's... dashboard it it's a, there's a little red person in the corner. Cool. Oh yes. All right. All right. Eight. Wow. Hello, everybody listening. Hello. I'm getting nervous. My throat's gonna choke up. Uh oh. So back to the V wing. Yep. What, what are we at? The first. You want to start with the first image, I guess. That makes sense, eh? Yeah. The the first two images are the I two and the I three. We can go over its stats. There's a two dice attack, uh, three defense dice, two hull, and two shields. Has a focus action, target lock action, red barrel roll action, which is a little rough, but that's okay. 
and a white boost to red target lock linked action. And it has a chassis ability on all of them that says ignore the tie ship restriction on upgrade cards. Which is very cool. Uh, so it'll be able to use uh, Imperial upgrade cards, I assume? Yeah, the cards I'm not yep. familiar with? That it needs well, tie. there's nothing yet besides what's... Right. There could be. I, I feel like they're setting up, I mean, in the future, if they come out with, like, the next Aces pack or Empire, and then, like, buff the ties, mm. it will also help the V-Wing. Awesome. Some people were suspicious whether or not uh, the V-Wing might get Empire pilots in a upcoming card pack. Well, Will Wilhel- Huff uh, Tarkin. Before we go too much further, also, I've noticed that a lot of times, so if you look at the Shadow Squadron Escort artwork, there's a uh, a shuttle in there. Yep. Bets, bets on when that comes out. Well, that's cool looking. Yeah. No, but, I mean, they need one. They need a large base. I think Republic needs a large base. They don't have one, eh? Nope, they, they don't. Well, I've I've played with the uh, lat a couple times, and it's it's a pretty decent support ship there. Most of the shuttles end up being. I feel it's overcosted, but I don't mind if it goes down. Yeah, that chassis ability—they didn't know how to cost it at first, but it gets pretty thick when you put anything on there. You got your initiative twos and your initiative threes, and there's also a configuration card with it. Ooh, there's two. There's two. That's what I'm excited about, the two configurations. Yeah, why don't you guys go over that? Because you guys seem to be the ones super excited about this. Good sure, you want to take the first one or the bombing one? I'll take the or, bombing uh, one. Which, okay, is, sorry. Is that, this, is that the first one that I'm looking at here? Alpha uh, 3B? The 3B is the bombing, the Besh. So, okay, go ahead then. Uh, the 3B Besh says, while you perform a primary attack, you may spend your lock on the defender to change one of your blank or I results to a hit result. So that's a great ability just by itself, especially if you read further on, we'll see that there's a lot of lock passing, lock sharing, giving others locks. So that's a great ability right there just to like have an advanced, um, what's the card? Not advanced sensors. Tech slot. Advanced optics. Advanced optics. Thank you. But instead of a focus, you use your target lock. That's how little I've been paying attention. That's really cool. But then also it adds a bomb slot which I love bombs and giving something fast and quick, a bomb slot is very nice. Plus there's other stuff coming that will be really cool for that. Yep. And you can take the next one. So there's also alpha three E esque, and that comes with two charges. And it says, while you perform a primary attack for rolling attack dice, you may spend two charges. If you do, your I uh, sorry, your crit results inflict ion tokens instead of damage, which is is interesting. A bit of control. If these are a swarm ship, it could get really, really tricky out there for for small and medium base ships. That's interesting. I didn't read that before that carefully. It's before rolling attack dice. You have to spend the charges. Yes. Yeah. So you're you know you're taking a risk. Might not you, you might not roll any crits at all, which nope. I mean, is there a reliable way to get crits with Republic marksmanship? 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. What about maybe uh, there's nothing out yet? Barasafi doesn't she make crits? Barris. She can increase Beneforce if they're in the bullseye to change a hit to a crit. Yes. Hey, I know things. <laughs> but it's two charges, one recurring. Like it's good. Yeah. I like it. But it's kind of. It, it, I hope it's not expensive. I mean, it's Republic, though. They pay the force tax. Yeah, uh, well, but none of these... There won't be any force on a viewing, no. I don't think. But it's still the force tax, just for the whole faction. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, whatever it comes out at, if it doesn't get used, points can always be adjusted, which is awesome. And I, I definitely... See, um, I see Better messaging me on the Hexiled Discord. You're more than welcome to join us in a couple weeks. We're trying to do this every two weeks, but because today was kind of an experimental uh, streaming day, we thought that we kind of keep it small and see how we like it. Uh, the next card I see on this list here is the Thermal Detonators. Hmm. The new bomb with four yeah. charges, and I haven't looked into this. I don't know anything about it. During okay. The yeah, it's a looks like pretty regular bomb for activation so during the system phase you may spend up to two to drop that many thermal detonators so that's exciting because you drop one with a one one with a two okay yeah each must be placed using a different template but technically you could have you could do some crazy stuff with Emon. Emon, the bombers or the tie bombers yeah the bombardier gunner mm -hmm. yeah this is going to be a really dangerous one what it does if you want me to back. that's going to be nasty i i'm i'm scared of johnny's bombers right now you have what it does what this bomb actually do. does when it hits you it's actually in the rules uh reference okay go ahead okay thermal detonators at the end of the activation phase this device detonates when this device detonates each ship and remote at range zero or one rolls one attack die each ship gains one strain token for each eye result, and each ship in remote suffers one hit or crit damage for each matching result. Okay. Can you so, read that again? Yeah, is it just yep. rolling like um You roll a single shots? you roll a singular single attack die. Okay. And each ship range zero to one rolls a die. Each ship gains a strain for each eye result. And each ship and remote suffers one hit or crit for each matching result. Oh, okay, okay. So this destroys remotes just like concussion bombs do. Yes. Oh, that's annoying. Basically, the only way you're getting away with no ill effect is if you roll a blank on a red die. Yep. Ouch. Cool. I like it. You know, Considering that... you're dropping two at a time, usually. Or you, do you have to drop the two? Anyways, no. you're probably going to. You may that already seems better than um, cluster missiles or cluster bombs. Yeah, I mean, if they're if they're in the right spot, you could end up taking two of them. And then, if you re when you reload the bomb, you can recover two charges. Oh, that's awesome! I don't like it because it can hurt my probe droids. <laughs> it can hurt buzz droids too. Yeah, I don't like it. Get rid of it. <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't seen you play with them in a long time, but I guess we haven't played in a long time. No, last time we played, I'm pretty sure that Boba 
ate some Discord missiles. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a there's a new droid. A couple, but yeah, this one is. What is this one? Oh, the R seven A seven. That's the one I have up. Yeah, it's got three charges, and uh, while you perform an attack, you may spend one charge to change one hit result to a crit result. Oh, now we're manufacturing crits. There you go. That's the viewing take a droid? They can. I mean, it comes with them. Right, right, right. Okay. So the TIE Fighter's definitely a downgrade. You lose that astromech. Yeah. Well, it I'll must be it even cheaper. cheaper to produce again. Yeah. But that's a cool little cool little guy there. You spend your target well, actually, lock that, to change that result to a hit, and then you change it to a crit with that. That's pretty cool. Three charges, so you can only do it three times, but... How long are they going to live, though, really? Uh, three agility, and I mean, the latest big controversy on Facebook, three agility is pretty good, according to some people. Yeah, I was wondering if that one scum list at Mustafar was ever going to lose. Which list? Uh, Neil's Voss was playing two Fang Fighters, two M3As with Ion Cannon, and two M3As with Tractor Beam. Oh, Barry had that at the store last week. That was that was that was intriguing. That's an, wow, that's an old list too. Yeah, Doctor Khan brought that to his Space Jam. Okay, I think it's just a good I one nasty swarm that can just if the dice go your way, you're just running over everything. I guess I must admit the tra- the uh, tractor cannon. I guess I'd have to see it used. It never really. Stuck out to me as something worth putting on. At the on. beginning, depending on the squad that you're facing, if you keep the ion cannon, if you keep like the squad of three together, mm-hmm. then you fire with tractor beam first, then ion cannon, and then fang fighter. Oh yeah. Oh, that's okay. That would be pretty tough to uh, avoid. Uh, do you guys? Um, so I'm clicking on the links that open up the different cards, and I'm just scrolling through the cards that way. The next one up here is the first tie upgrade that I see. The Ion Limiter Override. Yeah. You're an Ion Limiter Override. Oh, look at this. It's Ewok member Justin Leonard. Hey, EJL. Yo. Oh, I'm really quiet for me. That's fine. I'm on a crappy headset. I just popped in for a moment to be like, Ewok Squadron and Tracer Missiles. That's about it. <laughs> Spoilers. Well, I didn't know if you had gotten to the Tracer Missiles again, but I mean, like, I'm moderately excited about them depending on their cost. Yeah, we're still in the Republic, but probably going to be cheap. I'm going to stick with my probe uh... droids for now. See, I don't I mean, know. I think... Putting them cheap open so many other problems. I guess this is what I was saying. Like if you if you make them too cheap, I feel like suddenly like I mean it's gonna be lists are gonna get swarmed. So you can just imagine like the cheap uh like uh, rebel side, Z ninety five, they're like and they're talking about like you can you can have a Z ninety five with like ion missiles is a twenty five point ship. You can have four of them. Eighteen five, have one guy needs to hit and just start ruining. It's, it's a way to start ruining people's days, to say it's least. 
it, well, it can work. Obviously, you know, 1.0 proved that, but you have to hit with it. I mean, it is true. You do have to hit with it. But, I mean, if you can, you can get a shift like, say, uh, Jake out there from Jake Corton and nothing but Zed 95 with missiles, give Jake uh, himself a focus and a target lock, equal your chances of uh, hitting someone with an I-4. So he can put himself into position. Send out your one to block. I don't know. I'm just excited to see them come back and then never see Harpoon this ever come back. Oh, that'll come back. It'll just do something else. Uh, and then TLT will come back. Uh, oh, come on. And we're back into 1.0. That's okay. 360 degrees don't exist. You can have TLT, but it costs 89 points. Uh, so better <laughs> than whoever that I-6 is in the Nantex with instead. What's his name? Anyway, so it should be real too. Please continue. Alrighty. No worries. Uh Trades, you were gonna talk about the Ion Limited or override talent oh. slot. Yes, so after you fully execute a red maneuver, you may perform a barrel roll action even while stressed. If you do roll an attack die on a hit result, gain one strain. On a crit result, gain one ion token. I don't I, mind this at all. I like it. Now, you're, now you can I, do your red barrel roll and still... I mean, you can do an action. So, uh, blah, you can still do that red barrel roll, even if you're stressed. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. So you do I, it, and you get two stress. And possibly a strain or an ion. I but think it's useful for the target lock for it. I think it's useful for the medium bases that don't care about having strain, like the <clears throat> Reaper or the tie heavy. Maybe even a Punisher. Oh shoot! Yeah, I was thinking of shoot for a second. Hey, I forgot okay. you can only put it on a tie. Well, okay. Here's my question that I just thought of, and. So it says perform a barrel roll action. Do you need it on no. your card? No. So you're not actually doing the red barrel roll then on the V-Wing, right? You're doing a white barrel roll. Or are you still doing the red barrel roll because you actually have it on your card? That's a uh, good perform. It just says perform a barrel roll action. Interesting. I mean, either way, you're stressed. Yeah, but you're not double stressed. Yeah, uh, I believe it would go to what's on the printed on the card. And this my card bad, you can't put it on a Punisher because Punishers don't have talent slots. Oh, does every tie have a barrel roll action? Uh, as I can remember. Maybe not the heavy. So looking at the tie advanced, you got the barrel roll there. Yeah, tie accepted. Yeah, they have barrels. Tie Defender. Right. Does this work on First Order as well? Tie Reapers do not. Anything with tie in the name. Yeah, okay, okay. Tie and, Reapers and do not have a barrel roll. So you can put on a Tie Reaper. 
and get that barrel roll action with with that uh, stressed maneuver um, prerequisite. Hmm. Just gives it more options so that you're not aileroning off the board or something silly. It could be really clutch. Get doing that two sloop, and then you're facing where you don't want to be, and then you just you move over, you get a shot. Sounds pretty awesome. This is all pretty soon, too, right? End of the month or end of next month? V wing, I think, is next month. Hmm. This month is Heralds of Hope and the um, Brute. Exciting. Next thing we have is the Q7 Astromech. Oh, dude. Uh, I've got Oddball next. Oh, yeah. Hey, Dave, uh, why don't you go over Oddball, our favorite pilot? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, he uh, surprisingly keeps the same ability again. What is this? Third or fourth ship with Oddball. It's an I-5. After you fully execute a red maneuver or perform a red action, if there's an enemy ship in your bullseye, you may acquire a lock on that ship. I mean, at least the artwork is nice. And he is an I-5. He's not the only I-5 in this uh, pack. Nope. But he was pretty quiet there. I think we're all pretty sick of Oddball. <laughs> I mean... Actually, I, I saw um, Oddball... It's not like we've the, never discussed him before. Oddball in the arc getting some interesting... If you put... Who was it? Kid Fisto on him? He gets yeah. the red of eight action. Is that how that works? Uh, Kid Fisto... I, I think this one... You can spend at the start of engagement a force token for a ship range zero to one to take a Right of aid, yeah. Okay, cool. So then, after they gain the the stress, if there's somebody in Oddball's bullseye, he can do his ability and acquire a lock. You know, this one, though, unlike the other ships he's on, has a boost, which is a little interesting. And you can link that to the target lock anyways. Yep. Boost, target lock, but... But he already he's already gonna get the lock from the action. Oh well you can just get it after barrel rolling. That works too. Anyway, moving on. Then we get <laughs> precision ion engines. It's gotta be tie agility three. Interesting. Well, that means you can't put it on a striker. Or an F or a SF, right? Correct. Or Wanna read that one out? or Punisher. Or heavy Reaper. Before Choose you the Reaper. Before you execute a speed one to three Corrigan turn maneuver, you may spend one charge to execute that maneuver as a Senor's Loop maneuver instead. That's neat. Be handy. But all the like restrictions kind of eliminate some a lot of ties. Does Darth Vader have that option? He's got three green dice. Yeah, but I'm just checking its dial. No, it only has the 4K. Yep. Oh. So which ones have the 1 to 3K? I think the TIE LN has a 3K. Uh, TIE Defender has a 2K. So TIE Defenders could do two sloops. Yeah, TIE Fighters, TIE Phantoms. TIE Phantoms would be okay, but they really want their actions. Um, uh, the, I can't see that. 
the Thai Fighter Mining Guild can take this. Oh, yeah. Just bring it into Scum. Right on. I like it. Because Scum needs more stuff <laughs> all the time. Need another ship. That's what they need. All right. We got a few more cars to go through here. Um, now we now we got the Astromech. Yep. Which is basically while you barrel roll or boost, you can move through or overlap obstacles. I like that. Republic only. Yep. Might be a cheap, if it's cheap enough, throw it on little Annie. Barrel instead of taking boost. the advanced, uh, instead of taking collision detector. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people have been going to like passive sensors and a torp of some kind. Yeah. But this is an interesting build for sure. And then we got some more pilots. Yeah, here's another I-5. Ooh. Little Don't can read that one. Okay. On trail. CT4981. Oh, that must be his clone number. Uh, anyways, while you defend or perform an attack, the bearing of your revealed maneuver is the same as the enemy ship's. You may change one of the enemy ship's focus results to a blank result. Think about that for a second. Very wordy card. I don't know if that. I don't. Feels a, is is Rick Olay a bit like that? Is it or you know he gets Olay an extra die if, he, if your speed yeah. is the uh, above your opponent, add an extra die. So this is right. bearing. This is, so if you made if you got a turn or a hard turn or a soft turn. I think that this will be more generics that we'll see. We'll, we'll have to see how good he is, but... After that, I-5, we got Wilhulf Tarkin at I-3. And I think he has one of the more interesting abilities. First off, I love the paint job on them. On the... Yeah. At the V-Wing, it's the Imperial paint job. Oh, yeah. This is different. There's no red. Oh, cool. Even looks more aggressive somehow. So, Wilhof Tarkin, uh, aspiring admiral. That's cool. During the system uh, phase, you may choose an object that you have locked at range 1 to 3. Another friendly ship at range 1 to 3 may acquire a lock on that object. So, he's just helping out his buddies. Pretty simple, and I think he's going to see a lot of play. And it goes along. Yeah. With, um, with the generic I3s a lot. The card earlier. Spend the lock to change a blank to a hit. Yeah, yeah. We're looking at yeah, this is gonna be a this is you can swarm these, I think. That's what they're meant for, eh? Well, I, I haven't read a lot of books with Tarkin in them. The movies I've seen with him though, he, he wasn't exactly uh the friendliest team player. Interesting ability. Well, you can think of it as him giving orders. It's during the system phase, and he's like, I have a lock here. Everyone take that lock. Uh, like that, yeah. That's that's how, that's how a good way to look at it. Yeah. Last guy we got here is um, an I-4. His name is like, Click. That's my favorite imitation spam. Does ever have that? Click sandwiches? It's good stuff. I don't believe you. <laughs> is that a Canadian... Thing, spam. You guys have spam. Well, no, spam. We have like a meat, 
Yeah. Like, well, so click. click. Yeah. Maybe it's the Canadian version. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And his uh, nickname is GameCube 1000. Nice. Uh, uh, while a ship that you have locked at range one to three defends or performs an attack, you may spend one charge to prevent range bonuses from being applied. Like that. So opposite uh, Inquisitor. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Uh, so that's our viewing preview. We'll try and. Um, I know you guys were pretty excited about that guy. I am, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I'm just getting used to how the HMP works. Now they're introducing this whole new tri fighter ship. <laughs> I love the HMP. Me too. I've been having a lot of fun building a list with it. The... I gotta say, the, the ships that come out of the prequel trilogy are so good looking like all all of the production design in the original like if maybe you don't love the uh episode one two and three but and the production design was great these ships are awesome looking all of them absolutely i'm uh i'm very impressed with their uh paint jobs as well their uh attention to detail so hmm. there was the penny arcade expo they did an online expo and FFG had their own panel. And in there, one of the designers was actually in like the Discord talking while they were presenting, talking about like she was one of the paint designers, about how much she enjoyed the paint design on these ships. So the creators cool. are enjoying it too, and you can tell. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that mean, that's going to translate to better product. That just means that we're getting more players... More people Look at this are... dial too! Holy smokes! One Kate or one uh, Talon roll? What? Yeah, it's a nice little night fighter. I like it. Is there another ship in the game that has a one Talon roll? Nope, but it's the only nope. droid that has three attack dice. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, and three defense dice for that matter. I mean, the and they have blues here. too, like all the two hards yeah. and the three hards. Again, droids can't bank, but at least there's no red banks. Four straight is blue as well. These things go fast, especially with the next image card. Yeah, let me get and catch up here. So what's the first one? They're intercept boosters. Oh, yes, yes. So the other right. side's blank, but you guys can go over the um, attached side. I believe yep. I have to step away for a moment. Okay, no problem. And then uh, you guys know what to do. Sure. So, you want to yeah, take this one? I'll take this one. So the intercept booster, when attached, set up, equip the side face up. During the system phase, you gain one disarm token unless you flip this card. At the end phase, if you have no active charges, flip this card as well. And we see, and this is one, uh, I think the first instance where we have, <clears throat> no, we have the autopilot drone, but a decreasing charge. So we have three charges. Yeah, it took me a second. I had to, I had to think about this card, but it's very interesting. I like it's uh, interesting design. Three charges, lose one a turn, and it gives you a slam and a target lock into a red target lock. Yes. So basically, you have the ability to do that for the first three rounds, and then you're done. Right? That's how that yes. should work. Yep. 
Okay. And so you can really move around the board the first part of the game. You would want to like either get rid of it fast because you yeah. want to you gain that disarm token either way. The one thing when this like this was spoiled at Gen Con, the intercept booster, not the panel they did. But I'm disappointed that the detached side is just blank. Oh? I was just hoping, like, there would be a drawback or something taking it, like, leave a pile of space junk. Right, right. Where, but, yeah, so the disadvantage is built into this side. Like, as long as yeah. you've got the card, yeah, you can slam, but like you say, you're disarmed every time. So you can really move in. Yeah, hopefully you've burnt up this card before you get into attack range, or however you, however you want to set yourself up. The slam and with this dial can be pretty powerful. Right, you could like uh, it's hard it's hard to imagine because I haven't gotten my hands on it. But like a two turn slam, a two straight. If you if they set up to joust you and you want to get away, mm. so it's possible to just these things want to be flankers, just. With all that stuff, I don't know. I'm disappointed. Yeah, you definitely the like because you don't have to equip it. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're right. I was just saying I was disappointed in the intercept booster, but you're right. You don't have to take it. Oh. Yeah, it'll depend on your play style and what you want to do in the cost. Because some people will really want to take advantage of this. And again, if you don't want it, you you don't have to take it. It would be. I bet you it'll be pretty neat when someone gets a hang of this. Watch a swarm of these guys move around at, you know, light speed for a couple of rounds and then just jump on you. With that disarm token, can you still launch missiles? You can't launch missiles. You can't attack. But, I mean, you could put Discord missiles on these things. So, you could still launch a Discord missile. Cool. Well, it's definitely something I want to see. So it is possible to like slam, then next turn slam, and get behind them. And once you're behind them, launch a Discord and then flip it and start fighting. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can definitely cross the board with this dial and a slam, that's for sure. I used to know this, and how far, how many movement spaces is the board? Oh, uh, so rule of 11 will get you in range to fire. So that's 22. Yeah. Plus plus the the range three in between that, right? So what? A five straight? Say 30, 32. Five, so if you start on range one at the edge, you do a five straight, slam a five straight. That's moving you 11 spots. Wow. That's even better than the... Is it the the Nantex that can basically open with a, like a 7 straight? The, the, with they the, do a 5 straight a, boost. Yeah. Yeah. And they have the 5K. So really, 5 straight... Like, if you're setting up, if they want to try to joust, you can do a 5 straight can, slam. Can you do that? You can slam into a 5k. Oh, wow. I would love to see that. That that sounds aggressive. 
uh, get right behind me and then be ready to shoot while well, you'd be stressed. I'm well, huh. you would be disarmed no. at turn one, but that would force you to do something the next turn. And then cool. you could just, okay, so let's say you're behind them. They're going to like, okay, I'll turn around. You can just do a four straight slam again. <laughs> you mess with people for sure. All right, let's move on to the next one here. Yep. Uh, is this the first pilot we're coming across? Separatist Interceptor at yes. I3. So... No abilities. What's their baked-in ability here? Networked calculations. Oh, this Same is... Same as all the other droids. It, okay, yeah, okay. I'll just read it again, but I'm sure everybody knows it. While you defend or perform an attack, you may spend one calculate token from a friendly ship at range 0 to 1. Change one focus result to an evade or a hit result. And they have three attack, three defense, and three hull. Ooh, I thought they might have more than three hull. That is, uh, it's an paper. interceptor, all right. Uh, I, I thought it might be at least a Fang fighter. I don't know. And they're... Right, well... They do get... So they get a Calculate, but they also get an Evade action. And the and the target one, two, lock. Three, four, four. And what's interesting is that... It's they a get nice a, link, too. They get a Barrel Roll into a Red Evade. And then a Boost into yeah. a Red Calculate. I like that a bit of a defense or you know a aggressive attack to boost in and shoot you or they try to barrel roll to get away the that's next... really good i bet you this is strong i'm still i'm not I'd... sold but it is i i'm not sold on them yet i'll have to see them fight i have to see the price we have oh, this next one called you, you try that. Colacoid. Oh, perfect. Hey, practice that. Come on. <laughs> hey, not always I get that I pronounce something right. Uh, <laughs> th there's a discussion great going artwork on for the I about how I pronounce things. So I'll say I'm right here. <laughs> I, think, I think that sounded right on. Uh, this is just an I-1 of the same ship, so probably yep. not much to discuss, although the, the artwork is beautiful. Uh, oh, and then we got Discord missiles again. This has already been released as well, hasn't it? Oh yeah, Discord can yeah. fire the makes the buzz droids appear. Yeah, interesting. Okay, well we'll skip over that one then. Uh, Draven oh, in the chat. And then buzz droids. I were... just remember to look at the chat. Draven nineteen eighty five says hello. Uh, hello, Draven. How you doing? I hope you're enjoying what we're doing. Oh, if we skip ahead here, we're at the uh, the double X twenty three S thread tracers. Well, these are definitely adult if they're double X. They're close to adult. One more X would make them fully adult. Yeah. <laughs> they're te they're teens then. So okay, looking uh, at this, I forgot to look. There's pips, so you know you can't spam them like. In 1.0, you can only have two oh, of these. Oh, right. I didn't even... I was looking at that and didn't even think about that. You're right. Well, that's that's very... That's like the, the Separatist droid fighters, right? You can only... Some of them you can only yeah. have three of? Okay. So maybe this will be costed cheap enough then if you can only have two. Got to make sure. So attack. 
So you need to have the focus, calculate, or target lock. You spend the charge. If the attack hits, like Justin was saying, each friendly ship at range 1 to 3 of the defender may acquire a lock on the defender, then cancel all dice results. You don't do any damage. You're just giving away locks. Tricky. Hopefully they price it low to start. All right, I'm back. But, but here's the conundrum. So you price it low. But droids can take this, and we're already suffering through six Nantex. Take out one Nantex, put in a droid with this. Now all five of your Nantex have target locks. Mm. And that's currently an action they can't take? They cannot take a lock. They come. Oh, yeah, that would be powerful. So the Nantex, when they first released, came with targeting computer. In their pack, they have a targeting computer. But they do not have a mod slot. The only Nantex that has a mod slot is Gargle. Well, that's funny. Well, to be fair, the Fang Fighter comes with Afterburners, and they don't have a mod slot either. How far did you guys get in the article? We're at X23. Or XX23. Oh, the... Thread the Tracers. Thread, thread okay. Tracers, yeah. I'm surprised that wasn't limited to just one. No, that, and that's what we were talking about. Like, it's limited to two. That's still... I mean, two's a good limit. We would want more than two. What, was it 1.0? You just took all Z95s, all with Threat Tracers? Yes. Maybe maybe it's a good idea to limit it, just in case it's super cheap. Well, again, even if they undercost it the first time around, they can they can bump it up. I'd actually rather see it a little cheap the first time around. See what it can do, you know? So different Again, from 2.0, two... you get two charges. You get two shots of it. Yeah, I was trying to think. Uh, yeah, so that's in my head. I couldn't really remember how that worked in 1.0. Even so, all your missiles, all the extra cards that you had like that, you just, just got one. one. Is that yep. right? Wow, it seems so crazy. And you would never load just one missile into your ship, right? Yeah, because you use it and then you just flip the card. 1.0, so long ago. After Threat Tracers, we get our first named Tri-Fighter. Dis. Yep. Dis 347. So with the one pip, so this guy is a unique pilot, right? Correct. Okay. He's my favorite Star Wars character. Oh, well, then you read his ability. <laughs> um at the start of the engagement phase, you may acquire a lock on an object at range 1 to 3 that has a friendly lock. So That's what really he strong. does in the movies. Yeah. I remember that. That's pretty strong the with famous uh, <laughs> droids. My favorite quote from him is Let me think about this again. Now I thought, I so at the start of engagement phase, if there was disc three four seven somewhere, <laughs> you know there'll be like seventeen pages on Wikipedia about him. I'm just kidding. He's my second favorite character. <laughs> but yeah, that's really handy. I like it a lot. I don't know if it's as powerful as the um, one of the other pilots that we're going to discuss, but 
uh, we discussed that. I, I was gone. Sorry about that. Um, but we discussed that Problem. he has network calculations, just like the other droids, except for the HMP. Um, moving on, we got fire control system. Nobody knows what that does. And then this is a, a name I am unwilling to pronounce. <laughs> I think I can get this one. Flack Arfok. Bless you. I-5, the Flak Arfok prototype. Pips. During the system phase, you may spend your lock on a ship to look at that ship's dial. Ooh. Well, that's something the droids haven't done yet. Well, at least it's I-5 to make use of that ability. But I don't know if it'll be used that much. Locks are pretty nice to have. So you definitely not want to, you wouldn't want to fly this around the HMPs. Just spending your your precious rerolls willy nilly. But I mean, if you knew where they were going, you can take the retake the lock. Yeah, and and I'll tell you, like it that's you know that ability again is something I never would have thought of till a couple episodes I mentioned playing Mike Delve and. Looking at dials can really mess up your opponent's game. Yeah, I can see it really being helpful if you're like guiding, like a couple of these guiding uh, an I one swarm. That way, they know whether to stress themselves to do the barrel roll linked action or not. Yeah. Um, but other, I don't know if that's really my play style, but it sounds like it could be pretty, uh, pretty good. And they're I-5s. They're droid aces. And that, I think people will fly this whether they use the ability or not. Especially with this ship. Alright, next is a, a new challenge. Ooh, I'm excited about this one. Why don't you uh, go for it? So it's the Marg Sable closure. So I'm excited about it, not because of what it does, I, but because of where it comes from. Uh, oh, I've never heard of it. Thrawn uses it. So Ahsoka develops it. It's based on the Mark Saba, which is a pl plant that opens, this flower that opens. And then in the books, Thrawn, in the second book, Thrawn meets Anakin. And Anakin teaches Thrawn this. And Thrawn starts using this maneuver in battle as well. So this happens both in Clone Wars, Rebels, cool. and the Thrawn books. So the whole maneuver is basically like you launch uh, ships out your back where people don't notice, and then you can have them circle around to attack. So the card, it's a smaller medium ship, Talent. After you fully execute a maneuver, if you move through an obstacle structure or a huge ship, or if you deployed, you may ch choose one enemy ship in your firing arc at range 1 to 2. That ship gains one strain token. Yeah, that sounds like it won't be really used that much. I was thinking... Uh, it sounds uh, like epic, maybe? Yeah, just, well, not, just an epic. But I was thinking, oh my god, this is the ultimate dash thing. And I was like, oh, small or medium only. Damn it. Dash would be so happy. But oh well. I think that we can kind of uh, 
Well, it's cool because it's an obstacle structure or huge ship. I like the structure keyword there. Yeah, what do they mean by that? I think it's a new term that they're going to be introduced. I, I'm, I have a feeling that's what the hyperspace ring is. They d would not spoil what the structure was in the FAQ. <clears throat> Maybe they're going to be. Well, we'll wait and see then. I'm thinking that they're going to be adding a new objective game mode. But, I mean, you can move through an obstacle on purpose to give a ship a strain. Maybe with that astromech that we saw earlier. Or. Uh... That's interesting. Yeah, so you don't take any. Oh, how does that go? You well, probably still, still take the obstacle. You'll still take the effect, yeah, yeah. but. You also you just can't do it. I wonder, put this with Boba and take Kira crew. Yeah. Kira? What does she do? You go you can ignore an obstacle that you're locking. Oh. And then just move right through it and give someone a strain and then fire hopefully at range one. Well it says move through. Does that mean that you have to go through it? You can't just land on it? If you land on it, you can't shoot. With Kira, you can. Oh. Or if it's a gas cloud or debris. You move through an obstacle structure. You, yeah, it just says move through, so I don't know. And I thought if you, I thought if you hit a huge ship, you were destroyed. Or is that only if a huge ship hits you? I haven't That's, played Epic in so long. If I don't the know. huge ship hits you, I believe. But okay. this is where yeah, I thought, I thought so. you could do like a five straight through it. Yeah. Um, this next pilot, I'm the most excited for. It's got three pips. Fearsome Predator. Fixated Pursuit. Ooh. And it just has a condition card that you put on one enemy ship. And if you have three of these, you have three of these condition cards that you set out. Oh, you can only use one condition oh. card. You got one use... pip. Oh, no, no. that means you can only put one of them on somebody. Okay, sorry. I just oh. saw there's only one pip on the condition, but right. all of these guys have the ability. So, can you only have one of the conditions? I thought you could assign it three times only to one, but no, that makes sense. It only is one pip. Yeah. After you defend yep. against an enemy, you're a predator. If you did not spend at least one green token during the attack, gain one strain token. So you have one card, but all three of the pilots can take advantage of it? Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. And this can help uh, follow up for like a swarm behind you or something like that. Totally. I like it. I don't know. We kind of saw that with the um, with the unique vulture droids, but nobody takes them. Um, I'm wondering if it'll be another issue. I honestly or... didn't even know there were any. But I think with these guys, people might people will take these. the extra points just because they're more survivable. This next one's interesting too. Another dis, my third favorite pilot. 
third favorite character. State. Oh, and you can only use one. Oh, yeah, totally unique. Okay. Go ahead. For perform an attack, you may spend one calculate token from a friendly ship in the enemy's firing arc to change one eye result to an evade or hit result. So it's like network calculations, but even further. So like if you're shooting from someone from behind and they have one of your other ships in their arc, you can spend that ship's calculate to change one of your results as well. I think I'd have to see that. Everybody's thinking hard on that. I mean, so network calculation only lets you do it once. So this is an extra network calculation in a way. But it can only be a ship in the enemy's firing arc. So no range requirements. Right. So you could be as far as range three behind an enemy. And in front of that enemy is also one of your ships. As range his three. arc. It could be range three. Yeah, so like he could, yeah. So he could be as like basically range six away from you. And you can still use his calculate. Yep. Huh. Could come in handy. It's pretty crazy. And it kind of works with the next uh, thing, which is the first thing we've seen here, which is a standardized replacement. So, oh, this is weird. Independent calculation. So it pretty much gives it advanced droid brain. Except not sharing abilities. Gives you the double calculate. And what's standardized? Oh, I see. If no one read it, it's some upgrade cards have the standardized restriction. During squad building, if a player selects a ship with a standardized card equipped, each ship of that type, full ship name, in that player's squad must be equipped with a copy of that standardized card. So if you take one tri-fighter with this, every tri-fighter has to have it. So it must not cost anything. Well, I must it not cost anything. Because so, you're forcing other ships to take it? So you can't... Um, other people can't steal from you. Unless you have a different ship type. Uh, yeah, like an HMP or something, right? No, um, they, can't... they can't steal at all from you. Hmm. Well, I was, yeah. uh, I was thinking this would work with DFS 311, but I guess it doesn't. Well, it would work with DFS 311 to pass to give a calculate in a yeah, way. Yeah, but you would have to be the only vulture, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for this ship. I've been having a lot of fun with the HMP, and I'm excited to see what this brings to the table. Uh, it's kind of the ship I was imagining that would be in the faction since the very beginning. Um, is there any other articles that we wanted to dive into? I didn't have any other open. No, those are the only two main ones, like I think, at all. 
is the eight hopefully we get there's push the limit at the eight to two but that's kind of old news that's the beginning of october did we talk about that one last year yeah. last last year on. i couldn't remember if we i thought we did maybe yeah i mean it was out right i think maybe we did all right Actually, no, I don't remember talking so about it in Obi-Wan, but I think everybody's kind of up to speed on it. It's a new Jedi coming out, a uh, Jedi ship, and it's pretty fragile, but it, it looks really fun to fly. All right. If there's anybody in the chat, feel free to post any discussions that you might have, uh, discussion ideas. Um, I know before uh, we started, uh, Atreides, is there anything that you wanted to bring up? If anyone wants, there's a Renegade tournament coming up in November. It's a two-day one. It's a team. Yep, that's coming up at the end of near the end of November. November. Week for American Thanksgiving. And it's just a it's just a two-day event. How many weeks till your Thanksgiving? Too many. Um. <laughs> we don't even get a full week this year. So one, two, three, four weeks. Okay. I didn't realize it was that late in November. I always thought it was like the first or second weekend in November. Last Thursday of November. Oh, jeez. I just posted a link to um, the last uh, tournament that just took place over the weekend, the Mustafar Hyperspace Galactic um, Qualifier. It was interesting to see hyperspace kind of see hyperspace again. Bring back Boba Fenn? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was uh, messaging you, Dave. Um, Boba Fett ended up winning this one. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm still not figuring out how to read these damn. So uh, on when the I side, it, the first one is uh, is Sean Oakley. That's their rank in Swiss, and then you can look next to it. Top cut is where they finished. Oh, top cut. Okay, so he finished fifth in Swiss, first overall. I'm not surprised. That's a pretty damn good list. Uh, I don't know why people thought it went away. I mean, I never stopped playing it. Although, yeah, the hyperspace version. I... The only difference is I use prox mines and shield upgrade. Everything else is the same. Yeah, this one, he's trying to keep the bid a little bit lower, so you take the three-point seismic charges. And, mm. the hull and you, I mean, you can't get shield play. upgrade in hyperspace, right? No. Hull upgrade is I, I the point cheaper too. Uh, or shield upgrade is still really necessary. That extra health makes the biggest difference. Oh yeah, totally. Have you paid attention at all to this um, to this tournament of treaties? Um, no. I I paid attention to it the Sunday after, just seeing. Um, I had things on Saturday, so okay. I wanted I to fly, but I decided not to and do other things. I'm not surprised by some of this stuff. Uh, the number two, though, ranking Swiss did, you know, Warthog with the three squad seven veterans. Yep, yep. I'm in Boron missiles, huh? He, it's kitted out to uh, kill the Nantex. Yep, and there's um, there's a lot of uh, HMP love as well. I was going to bring my four. Um, so yeah, there's a few quad, uh, HMP lists that made the cut here, I think. One, maybe I only see the one. 
Maybe I'm thinking of Ryloth because they were both legal for both events. Does the Blue Squadron escort uh, the the lowest initiative T seventy? Yes. Holy smokes! You can fit five of them in a list. Oh, sorry, that's a rebel one. Yeah, oh, Blue okay, Squadron yeah, yeah. is the um, T seventy. Okay. Squadron Escort is the um, the Rebel one. It was a Boba Dengar list. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in here. Um, I was watching a lot of the games. I lost a lot of bets because a lot of stuff <laughs> won that I wasn't expecting. But I'm uh, really excited to get used to playing this HMP a lot more. I have a list right now that is... Here, I'll open it up so I don't mess it up. So right now, I'm looking at two of the Ocean prototypes, which have the new synced laser cannons. And then... Uh, they have the repulsor lift stabilizers, which is kind of necessary if you're going to take these guys. Um, their their dials are definitely interesting. If you don't have them, then all of the straights are red, like the four and five straight. Um, and then, of course, when you flip them, you can do the side the side slip. And then when you have the cannons on there, you have the permanent three-die gun. And then I have, instead of an extra two HMPs, I have three bombers. Um, and right now, uh, one of them has the RK probe droids, and then I put concussion missiles on all of them. And then one of my HMPs is able to fit Kraken. Okay. Uh, hold on to those calculates. I had another one here where I had a Bactoid prototype a bomber with the Diamond Boron missiles, but I decided to move that down. I had room for Kraken. I didn't have any room for any bombs, but I think Kraken makes a big difference, especially with those cannons. Making sure that you have those calculates for those mods. And these guys are just... they These HMPs, they're they're pretty beefy. They always have those rerolls on attack. I'm pretty happy with them. I don't know if they need a points decrease. No, I don't think they do. Um, I've been flying two of the Genosians, but with auto blasters and repulsor. One with Discord missiles, one with ion missiles. Then two of the Onderon oppressors. Okay. One with Discord missiles, Dooku. Concussion bombs, delayed fuses, and the other with ion missiles, concussion bombs, delayed fuses, all four with the title. Ty yeah. The config. The the quad one that I made, because everybody's bringing the I ones, and all of these I one uh, first order lists that are coming out. Um, I decided to go with the under on oppressors as well both with concussion missiles, one of them with a probe droid, and then two Geonosian prototypes 
with Discord missiles, stink laser cannons, and stabilizers. I really like having Kraken in there, but if you want to get that extra initiative and those extra built-in abilities, you got to kind of sacrifice some stuff. But And that sits at 199. But I'll be trying that out at some point. I'm really happy with the three bombers and two HMPs lists that I'm running right now. But that's kind of what I've been working with. Um, is there? Have you seen any HMPs at the store, Dave? Um, is there any other lists that you're working on? I, just because they're new, I've been playing with Warthog and some Torrents lately. Yeah, there's tons of HMPs. You know, uh, other Ewok Dave, he's bringing a couple. And last Tuesday, he bought two more before the end of the night. So um, I don't know if we'll be able to go out to the store this week with a few more restrictions, but... If we are, I'm sure he'll be there with more of them. And, um, oh, there was a, a new player. I, oh, apologies, I forgot your name, but he also had uh, two of the HMPs. Oh, and Jake had two of them already painted up. Jake always has max separatist ships. Yes, yes. <laughs> be it by as many as you, as you can fit in a list. He only had one, though. He added it to the... So there was a bunch of Nantex and one HMP. I think he liked that list. He might not bring that out again. I mean, you can fit five of them if you want. Five of the droid gunships? Yes. Here. Oh. I saw one here. He got 40th, but it's a DGS-047 uh, with KTB-4 General Grievous stabilizers. Bactoid drone with probe droids and stabilizers, and three more Bactoid drones with stabilizers. So no munitions, but you got five ships with very accurate two-die guns that can shoot all around them. Yeah, but yeah, I know that's yeah, five 180-degree arcs. That's pretty good. I mean, I've played the four Wookiee gunships. I know that. I mean, until you get behind them, <laughs> it's a pretty tough list. Sorry. Um... So DGS-047, the ability for that is after you uh, perform an attack, if the defender is in your front arc, you may acquire a lock on it. Then if the defender is in your bullseye, gain one it gains one strain token. So it's another I-1, but it's just uh, an extra fun ability that you're able to squeeze in there. But I would, I'd be interested in trying five. That's... It's almost like flying five A-wings, but in a a lot beefier. And a, obviously a lot less maneuverable, but still very accurate guns. The two dice are very accurate, I'm finding, especially with the re-roll. Yeah, yeah. Very often, I don't even have to spend calculates with uh, all these mods. I was just on um, Nickel City X-Wing. I flew the two HMPs with three bombers, and um, it was a hit and two blanks, and then I re-rolled the two blanks into two crits. <laughs> it, it felt really good. Oh, man. Um, I did something like that. I was playing the uh, Upside Down Tournament one of the rounds, and I was shooting through a gas cloud with my auto blasters. 
I called Dooku on one. Like on, I called Dooku crit. I got two hits and a crit. And I re-rolled two dice. I didn't want the two hits because it was through a cloud. And he had a focus. No, he had an evade. I got another hit because I re-rolled. Another crit. So two crits went through. Awesome. I don't really have anything else to add besides how excited I am to try these new ships and to keep experimenting with the HMPs, the the Roombas. Um, One more toss out. I'm just want to toss out the Renegades tournament, if anyone can. Team tournament. Uh, team of three people. I still don't have a team, but there's going to be a lot of those. Be on your team, if I can make it. Still trying to figure out my wife's schedule. Uh, any any shoutouts you want to make, Dave? Sure. What the heck? Everybody that's listening, don't forget to check us out. Walk Squadron on Instagram. We're over 100 followers now. And I guess that's about it, really. It's, it's uh, you know, the times of COVID. There's not a ton going on right now. Anything not coming? Hey. Yeah, the uh, what's it called? Uh, Mandalorian starts this weekend, season two. Yes, I have to finish season one still. <laughs> um, and one more shout out if y'all don't mind. Uh, my wife just oh, go ahead. a blog about our family game of D and D that we started with our six year old daughter. Uh, awesome. It's cord. Oh, did you send us a link for that? I did. C o r d e. Okay, I'll check that out dnd.com um it's just about our family game but it's teaching my daughter things through dnd cool all right and some if, tips uh, for you there luke yeah uh, i've been doing some weekly dnd games and I'm, I'm just trying to learn myself i'm not that great at it yet but uh i'm i'm playing as a satyr and it's been pretty fun um, so anybody listening to us in the future, right now we're recording live on Twitch. So if you wanted to search up Ewok Squadron on Twitch and hit that follow button, you'll be notified when we're live again. Uh, we're usually live on Tuesdays um, with In Real Life X-Wing. And uh, we're trying to do Sundays and or Mondays. Well, I guess or Mondays, uh, bi-weekly kind of format. For this and of course uh, you can reach out to any of us on discord um you can probably find me on any of the x-wing discords and if you want to have an invite to the ewok squadron discord just uh, give me a shout out and i'll give you an invite it's not that private of a club <laughs> oh yeah we're on facebook too ewok squadron uh instagram twitch twitter probably even maybe i don't know and of course, not. yeah. And and while you're listening, you can always drop in the chat if you have any discussion points that you want us to bring up, or uh, we have a podcast, a podcast uh, Discord part of our Discord where you can put in anything that you want. And uh, that's all I have. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>